I have started recording. As have now. I. Are my modules good? Yes. Do your they... modules are wonderful, Jed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, here we go. Good morning, afternoon, evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Pitter Patter Podcast with Eric and Jed. I'm Eric. I'm Jed. This is a place for two overthinkers to get their ideas out, knock them around, hopefully discover where they come from, and figure out what to do with them. All right, Eric, what were we thinking about talking about today? Um, well... Before we started recording, we were talking about different places that we've traveled and how our approaches to travel and probably what we get out of them are pretty different, honestly. Um, so, yeah, where, where have you been, Jed? I have been to many places. Mm -hmm. um, I have, as of this point, I have been to 38 of the continental United States, mm -hmm. including Hawaii, which is not part of the continental United States. Hawaiian states? United States? <laughs> I just drank a lot of coffee and my brain's running really fast. Um, so I have been to Hawaii. I have not been to uh, Alaska. So I'm missing 12 of the states. And then for countries, let me see if I can run through them real quick. I'm probably going to miss a couple. But I've been to outside the U.S., obviously. Mexico, Canada, France, England, Switzerland, Germany, Italy, the Czech Republic, Estonia, Finland, Sweden, Norway. Oh boy. Where this... have you not gone in Europe? Where have I not gone in Europe? I haven't been to Belarus. <laughs> I haven't been to Latvia. I haven't been to Serbia and Herzegovina. Um... I haven't been to a lot of the countries that most people do not commonly associate with going to. But like the big ones, I haven't been to Spain. I haven't been to Belgium. I haven't been to Portugal. Um, but I've been a lot in Europe. And then in Asia, I've been to Cambodia, Thailand, Vietnam. Uh, I've been to Panama in South America. I visited the Panama Canal, which is built by Teddy Roosevelt. Historical... He was, he was getting out there, yeah. digging yeah, out yeah. with the shovel. He brought a shovel, and then he, he was there for like a long time <laughs> digging. Built by but finally, we got there. Uh, yeah, been to Panama, and then uh, Asia, Cambodia, uh, Thailand, Vietnam, and then um, I like changed planes in Taiwan. Uh, so I don't really count. I don't really count nah. countries where I change planes. Yeah. So like I've changed planes in Taiwan. I changed planes in Russia. In Moscow, I've been to the Moscow airport. Moscow. Moscow. I had uh, borscht, which was actually pretty lit in the airport. Normally, airport food is terrible. But um, basically, yeah, I've been to a bunch of places in bunch of places in Europe, a uh, couple in Asia, a couple in South America. I've never been to the African continent yet. I would really like to go. A lot of places I'd like to visit there. But uh, yeah, that's kind of a cursory overview of just like places that I've The been. African continent? That's what people say. Okay, That's what yeah. it is. Okay. To um, Africa. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been to Africa. Okay. <laughs> Where have you been? Um, I have been to less places. Um, I've been to probably like five states. Canada, Taiwan, and Costa Rica. Dang. There was... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's some other funny stories of countries I've almost been to, but... That doesn't really count. I but, mean, we got time. What are what are some of these countries that you've almost been to? Uh, like when my my grandfather had this cruise thing that mm -hmm. he generously you know took us all on, uh, and it went to Mexico, but it was so hot 
that like <laughs> I, w I was like 12 and I just wanted to stay on the boat so <laughs> we just hung out on the boat and I think like only a quarter of our family actually like went to the land to the land the rest the of us just of ran around the gigantic boat huh there you go um I've also been to Mexico on a cruise but I actually got off the boat yeah yeah it's probably about five states not not very much hmm. it's like California, Utah, Tennessee, Washington, Oregon. Oregon. That's up there. We're currently in California um, for our listeners who don't know of our geographical location. So Oregon is above us. Yeah, it's really not much. Um, but what's interesting is that I, I think, like, I, well, I think what I get out of travel is different than you. Yeah. Like, I have, like, for me, it's like, okay, I want to go to, like, a Spanish-speaking country at some point. And then I go to a Spanish-speaking country. And mm -hmm. it's cool because I'm either, like, with my friends or because it's the Spanish part of it. Right. But, or, like, Europe, that seems like a cool place to go at some point. But that's, like, about as much. Like, it's, like, Europe. It's not, like, oh, I definitely need to go to, like see the Eiffel Tower and whatever. It's like, at some point in my life, I'll probably go to Europe. Um, and then, like, yeah, like the cultural draw, the, like, experience draw, the whatever is is not really there for me. Hmm. I think it's cool that usually you see a bunch of stuff or think about a whole bunch of stuff that you've never thought about before when you travel, but that's just traveling. Like, I get that same, like, whoa, this is interesting, when I go to, like, you know, like, like, if I went to Hawaii, I would probably feel the same, like, hmm, this is sort of interesting, um, than if I went to, like, France. Right, yeah. That's probably a little bit of an oversimplification, but yeah. No, I feel it. Well, and I think, <clears throat> I think also, so, like, our, like, what we get out of travel uh, as point A is pretty different, and also just point B, like, what was emphasized when we were growing up is pretty different because like right. my family like went on a bunch of trips um starting when i was pretty young like the first like i guess major trip that we that we went on like my family and a bunch of my extended family um was when i was like i want to say seven when we went to hawaii so that wasn't that big of a deal but like the first really big one was when i was in 12 when i was 12 i was in like seventh grade when we went to italy for something like three weeks. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty lit, fam. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm half Sicilian on my uh, Erica's dabbing <laughs> audio listeners. I'm just queuing you in. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I'm half Sicilian. So my mom is full full Sicilian. So we went to Italy and Sicily uh, for a couple weeks. And yeah, I mean, I guess if I had to like break down what I get out of it and like my desire to do it, uh, it's it's hard for me because. Since I traveled a lot when I was a kid and, like, continue to, like, go on trips, it was, it kind of just became this thing in my head of, like, this is just something that you do. Hmm. Um, so, it was like, oh, well, we go on trips. You know, like, when we visited Iceland um, a couple years ago, like, it was, it was a trip that was very generously um, paid for by my grandma, my dad's mom. And the primary reason that we went was because she wanted to see the Northern Lights. Uh, did which you? we did. Yeah. That's awesome. Brief side note. 
the um that time of year we were traveling in like march so i remember it was right around my birthday um that time of year the best places to see the northern lights are sweden northern sweden and alaska neither of which are iceland so we wound up in iceland where like viewing season for the northern lights was a little rough so uh like the the temperature, like the weather conditions are rough or like you are not going to see Northern Lights? I'm not a Northern Lightologist. I don't know necessarily <laughs> how it works and I don't know why it happens. But the basically, long story short, is we were staying at this house like pretty far out in the main city, which is called Reykjavik. Um, and Grandma was fired up about seeing the Northern Lights. So we had a vigil almost every night where some people were staying awake to like find them you know so we were staying in this house like far outside of Reykjavik so we didn't have a lot of light pollution and then you know we were a little concerned because we we're like man like we're gonna be staying up all night this entire trip we're here for like a week like what if we're just what if we just don't see him so third night in um we finally hear grandma grandma was the only one that was awake it was it was late-ish I want to say it was like you know midnight twelve thirty. And we hear grandma like, you know, go, oh my gosh, I see him, I see him, I see him. She's, you know, very excited. And we all sort of tumble out of bed. And this is Iceland, which everybody's like, it's green in Iceland. It's not cold. It's freezing in Iceland, <laughs> like bitterly cold in Iceland. So we're all in our, you know, pajamas and stuff and trying to grab coats. So we come outside and there's this faint gray bar, like <laughs> right above the cloud line with tiny little flecks of like, a little bit of yellow and a little bit of green. And my mom goes, that looks like a lightning bug. I'm going to bed. And that was my The sky case. was not lit. It was literally not lit. <laughs> it was faintly, very faintly lit. I think you could probably improve. The, the the setup the specifically to see the northern lights yeah i feel like we could have done a little bit better but hey it's it's a, if it's a bucket list thing we did it so yeah like to to cycle back to like the main thread of what we're talking about like that trip was about seeing the northern lights and then we were like in iceland and we're like well this is dope there's like huge waterfalls and like geysers and like the nicest people in the world like people from iceland are dope um so like but like a bunch of other trips, it was just like, hey, we're going on a trip, you know? Like after my parents split up, you know, within a year, we went on this like five or six country trip in Europe as just like a kind of, that was nuts. Like our parents got divorced. Oh and, my gosh, this is heavy. Yeah, like <laughs> we just want to go on a trip and just like do something. Um, yeah, some cheery, some cheery listening for uh, noon on a Friday for y'all. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know, like... It's hard for me to wrap my head around, like, what specifically I have in mind for, like, why do I travel? It's interesting because when I, I think it was just sort of pounded into my family's head that, like, like, the focus is always so insular. Like, the focus is, like, quality time with family. And I think that the times we've traveled are to get out of the house. That's the main focus. And then to, like we end up accidentally seeing really cool stuff but it's always like a surprise whereas i think the more reasonable approach to travel is like we're gonna go somewhere to see something cool yeah um whereas for our family it's always like 
no, we're just hanging out. Oh, wow. That was cool. Um, so, um, yeah, there's not really this, like, there's a seek experiences, but it's seek, like, quality experiences with other people in a different location. That's, like, the, the inward, like, that's cool. I'll, I'll do that. Um, but it's very, like, that's why it's so much less location-specific for me. The, the clock. clock strikes again. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it just feels, in my head, it feels like it could happen wherever. Right. Um, which is why, yeah, I don't know. I haven't been to as many places. I think I will go to more, but I don't. Yeah, it's, again, the locations aren't, like, calling out to me where it's like, oh, I can only have that certain amazing experience in that location. Yeah. No, I think that that is an interesting reflection because, like, like the places that I've been, I've, I haven't really delved into that. You know, like, a lot of people go to Paris to see the Eiffel Tower. A lot of people go to Paris to see the Louvre. A lot of people go to Paris to see, you know, Notre Dame. Like, I've been to all of those places, um, but I'd say that the most enriching... This is going to sound like wildly hipster, and I'm sorry, but, like, the most enriching part of those trips actually hasn't been going to those places, which were cool, don't get me wrong, but like you said, you know, having about having quality family time and, like, just doing fun stuff in a new city with a different culture and... Honestly, eating really dope food mm -hmm. helps. You know, like the food in France is amazing. And I'm for, sure. Yeah, for some reason, like my family, whenever we travel, like like food is kind of the top of our of our priorities. Like, because we like to go to restaurants and we like to have a good time and we like to, you know, just like eat really good food. So, like wherever we go, that's just like a big priority. Hmm. That's very interesting. Brief brief tangent that I wanted to jump into, and Eric and I were talking about this before we started recording. Is Eric's family has gone. I think this has stopped, but... No, it really has stopped. Okay, it really hasn't. So Eric's family, um, at least once or twice a year, for practically your entire life, yep. has been going to Disneyland at least once a year. And it's not like one day at Disneyland. It's like five days at Disneyland. I didn't know it was that much. Okay. <laughs> Every single time, it's like... A really long time. So Okay, so at least once a year going at least four or five days to Disneyland and at least once a year going however many days to Yosemite. Yeah. And y'all have been ping-ponging those two trips <laughs> every year for the majority of your life. So can you break that down for me? One, our family's pretty consistent, not the most adventurous, as I've sort of alluded to. But I mean, the base level, the base uh, cause for that is also that my family, there's four kids and my parents decided like not practical to get four kids on a plane because that's super expensive. So we stuck to California for basically my entire life. Um, and uh, Disneyland was just like this surefire home run that my parents figured out. Um, and so, and they like good deals. And so they were like, well, it's a way better deal to just get the annual pass and go a bazillion times. Right. And so our family has been doing that for a ridiculous amount of time um, to the point where now Disneyland is not even like, like 
it's like an old friend. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like you don't go there and you're not surprised at all. Like I, it's like oh, this is the thing that I've seen like fifty times. Yeah, and I get to see it another time. Isn't yeah. that awesome? Well, I kind of part of me like wants to go to Disneyland with you because like. I get so overwhelmed by going to Disneyland because mm-hmm. I'm a little agoraphobic, like fear of the marketplace. Like I get kind of, un, I get kind of nervous in like mm-hmm. crowds, and especially around places where I'm not familiar with, where I'm kind right. of uncertain. So part of me wants to like, go with you or your family because like you guys are pr- so beyond pro Disneylanders at this point yeah. that it's like y'all just know, you must know everything. Like we don't know everything, stuff. but we know how to navigate it pretty well. Yeah. Um, and I mean, also disclaimer, I am very blessed. Not many people have gone to Disneyland ever. And I feel a little embarrassed that I've been literally hundreds of times, but, uh, <laughs> um, but literally hundreds. <laughs> literally. Can we just pause for a second on the literally hundreds? <laughs> there. Yeah. It, it's because again, my just consistency mm-hmm. and my family goes a little extra when they're like, we like this. Let's just do this a bazillion more times. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it would be like, we've got a week to throw around. Let's go to Disneyland again. And then we would go because we have the pass. Right. Um, and what my dad says is basically like, <clears throat> he hasn't found, again, this just, whatever. I don't know if it's true or not, but like, he thinks that there's something special about Disneyland and just like the context and the history of it and like with our family that we just sort of loosen up and we all sort of are happy and get along together. And it has something for all of our different neediness. Um, like there's places to sit down and there's places to like go on crazy rides, but then there's also places, you know, like it's yeah. just sort of like this park, like literally a park that theme park, but like it's a park that like, just works with our family really well and so he's like why like why question that let's just let's just roll with it and so uh yeah he he just really likes it it's gotten to the point though which is sort of funny that like he's now the biggest fan of disneyland out of our family like we're all like disneyland but my dad like adores disneyland he's like the mega disneyland he's like and especially the shows like he'll like go on like he'll type out like really long documents for his friends on like how to navigate disneyland and all these tricks and all these like oh well if you like see this show at a blah, blah, blah time you might see this actor and blah blah, blah. um it, and he like uh hat again the shows for, it's like it's like the dad thing you know like you see yeah. it's like us and we're like where's where's dad and then like he's just like standing in front of the show like oh i need to see this again he's like bobbing his head like isn't this super awesome taking a bunch of pictures and stuff um but yeah he like researches the people on instagram and like messages them it's like dad, you're embarrassing <laughs> come on dad you're embarrassing us <laughs> but yeah it's pretty like he's the biggest fan and it's it's adorable our, our whole family is that so and then the other one is like again like my parents were like, okay, well, let's do a naturey place. What, you know, if you point a finger on the map of like the place in California that's nature, it's Yosemite. So we've just sort of done that. Yeah. 
Cool. Honestly, yeah. I mean, now that you've described it, because for a while there, I was like, this is kind of crazy. Like, it, 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 it confused me for a while, like, you know, just because our experiences were so different. And, like, now that you explain it in that way, I'm like, oh, that actually kind of, that totally makes sense. Because, like, to, to reflect kind of on my own experience... There have been many, many times when we've been traveling abroad as a family, like my my three siblings and my parents um, or my mom, when we're like at each other's throats, like like stuff gets gnarly because we're in like a different country. Exactly. Nobody speaks the language. Mm-hmm. We have no idea what we're doing, where we're going. Mm-hmm. You know, the 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 quick story in that is we were somewhere in Switzerland. You and you know a story. You know a story is gonna like go weird when you don't even know where you are in the country. But like this, when on this trip specifically, we were taking trains like every two or three days. So we were going from place to place to place to place to place. And it was early in the morning. We knew we had to catch a train, and we were starving. Like, and when we get hungry as a family, we all get hungry at the same time, and we get just like mean, and we like you know get snippy at each other, and again get kind of gnarly. And not because we hate each other, just because we get hungry. Yeah. So we were like, screw this. We need to catch this train. And literally, like, we just sat down and we're like, food. Food needs to happen. I'm talking about food a lot this episode. Um, and I asked my sister, I was like, okay, when's the next train? I'll check the big board and then we'll get on the next train. And she's like, oh, it's like, it's one. Our next train is one o'clock. So at that time, it was like, 12 20 12 15 12 20 and i was like okay like we got some time like i'll check the board i'll talk to the lady we'll get everything squared away i look at the big board the train was at noon not at one and i was like balls (laughs) so i go back to the cafe and i'm like family this is a bit of a problem we have to go to france we're in switzerland we have to go to france we have to catch this train and i go to the lady up front and she's like well, you're in luck because there's a train in 10 minutes that we just happened to find. And I was like, I don't know how y'all run your trains here in Europe, but that's awesome. <laughs> Pulled it out of my pocket. <laughs> yeah, we found Set one. It on Here's the train for you. Or if you had missed this one, the next train would be at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> We're just like some random place in Switzerland. So then you're, you're like, eh. <laughs> you're like, let's get on this train that's leaving in 10 minutes. So to harken back to your point prior, it's like, if you are, if your point is family time and to go to a place where that's like the the bulk of the the bulk of the experience, it kind of makes sense to go to a place where you can minimize those like crazy variables of exactly. like getting mad at each other and getting hungry and exactly. getting lost and not even dealing with a different language because it's like we know this, right? It's like and this is fun and we know we all have a good time, so let's just do that. Exactly. Maybe I should start going to Disneyland every year. It is a pretty happy place. It's the happiest place on earth. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's that. Um, yeah, I've thought about, like, because sometimes it's like, oh, it would be sort of cool if, like, our whole family went to Costa Rica, you know? Like, we all sort of speak variations or different degrees of Spanish, but the more... Whenever I like think about it, actually, us being transplanted into Costa Rica would actually be very stressful and very, yeah, not harmonious at all. Yeah, it takes a couple. It takes a couple runs before you can before. Like in my experience, it takes a couple runs on like international trips and like actually going places before you're like, 
kind of lock in. And plus, like my family now, it's just easier because we're all adults. We're all over. True. We're all over eighteen. So like, if if one of us or or a, a group of us gets to a point where we're like, yo, I'm kind of cool with family time for a little while, we can just like go do our own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that part of it really helps. That I think that just alleviating that stress. Whereas like, I could see it being tremendously stressful with like small children. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, and even like teenagers and stuff, because when your kid's 14, yeah. you can't be, they can't, you can't be like, oh yeah, like go I'll do just, your thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. In, you know, London, yeah, <laughs> like no. that would be nuts. Yeah. <clears throat> I think also my family's just like pace of things is a little bit more loungy hmm. than uh, your family. Like we're really not great at just like jumping out there and doing doing whatever um it it takes a lot of activation energy to right get us out the door um so yeah my dad just whatever it could take to lower that i don't know it's pretty interesting comparing the two yeah it's very 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 different it is different. Yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, can you uh, can you talk to me a little bit about your experience in uh, Taiwan? Because your family is, you're half Taiwanese? Or full? I don't... That's a call. Uh, three-eighths. Three-eighths, ladies and gentlemen. Eric is a smart person with maths. But the not. easy answer is that I'm 100% Chinese. Gotcha. Um, yeah. No, uh, it... That was uh, interesting for a whole bunch of different reasons. (laughs) Because I am, like, quite whitewashed. Um, And so, like, going there was, like, whoa, this is, like, a whole different group of, like, this is my culture. This is my, like, heritage that I probably should connect a little bit more with. Um... It, it gave me a whole different appreciation, but I just, like, met a whole bunch of family members I had never even thought about, and, like, um, everyone was speaking Chinese where, to the point where I was like, I need to learn Chinese, which is not, a, that's a foreign idea for me, and then... Just brief side note, I mean, I have to bring it up, and it might be embarrassing for Eric, and I'm terribly sorry, but just to throw it in there... Um, when Eric said he's whitewashed, the only thing that sticks out to me is Eric and I have been friends for a very long time. Um, and so when it comes to the use of chopsticks, I am reasonably confident that I am better at using chopsticks or I just will use them. Like Eric, one time well, when we went to a Chinese restaurant, asked for a fork. Yeah, here, <laughs> here's the thing. Like the, <laughs> one of my favorite Chinese phrases that I've had to learn is, which is... Do you, do you have a fork? <laughs> like, <laughs> I really need. I don't. I don't know. Like, I can use chopsticks, but it's just. Uh, yeah, it's a struggle. It's so, a perfect. I'm sorry. I just so, needed no, to it's throw so that. Fine. And it's got, but it's even more embarrassing because it's like, usually I ask like, you know, and then like, they're like, okay, like how many, how many forks? Like three, four, and then I'm like, just one. one. <laughs> the rest of my family's like, nope, he's alone. <laughs> it's just him. Just, it's fine. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Anyways, so, yeah, no, going to Taiwan, though, was a really cool way to connect with, like, this other cult, like, sort of embrace this side of me that I've sort of been embarrassed about, maybe, uh, growing up. Yeah, or maybe just unfamiliar with. Unfamiliar, yeah. 
for sure. Yeah. Dong. Dong. It's noon. So this is like <laughs> this is like apex time for the grandfather <laughs> clock. It's grandfather clock's time to shine. <laughs> Yeah, maybe so. Maybe just to wrap up this episode specifically, sure, 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 sure. because I think um, I. So when we went to Italy, um, when I was twelve, Dang. yeah, right, just, I'll Dang. give it. I'll give it a second. Um, so when we went to Italy when I was twelve, like I thought that part of it, that part of travel is really interesting because, like the the idea of connecting with your roots. I would I would encourage anyone to to do that and to like find out your family history and to like go to the place where you came from because the United States specifically is such a is such a place of immigrants and especially with that being such like a hotbed issue right now I think sure. it is really important to remind ourselves that everyone is an immigrant here yep. everybody yep and reconnecting with your culture and identifying with your culture to it's, one extent or it's another it's really powerful yeah it's really powerful and really important the only regret honestly that I have was is that I was pretty young on that trip. Mm -hmm. I was I was 12, so I was like it was hard for me to identify with some of those like bigger concepts. Well, I would make it even le like you could it's more getting familiar with just culture in general. Yeah. Like you could go to Japan for a while and like suddenly have a way deeper understanding of like what that was all about. That's powerful. Um, or like when I went to Costa Rica, it took about two months for me to really realize like, whoa, this is, this is culture. This is different. This is, and it affects like the way people think it affects the nice things that people do it affects, you know, all, all these different like behaviors. Um, and I think that that's a, just a really important piece for like humans and like empathy and like all that stuff to be able to understand other people and what they're about or where they're coming from right yeah and travel is really yeah yeah super i'd say that's like for that. one of the main things that you could do <clears throat> thank you so much ladies and gentlemen for listening and we will catch you on the next one do, 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 do. what are you singing <laughs> the intro that we don't hear that oh when, yeah, yeah. That one. Shout out to Simon, by the way, for putting together. A yeah, pretty dope Simon, song. you're the best. I haven't, I haven't met you, but I've seen your face on a YouTube video, and just you're, you're the man. I and agree. I would, I, I am giving you an, an internet high five right now. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys later. Peace. Catch you on the next one.